Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 103 for the week of December 3rd, 2019. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the podcast t-shirt and who has a hockey game tonight, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Sunday early afternoon? Doing fine, man. How are you? You know, I just got an email from Steam, well, from Valve, who owns Steam, obviously. They sent me a refund, and I'm thinking to myself, I didn't ask for a refund on anything. What happened? Uh, so the Steam controller, you know what that is? Yeah. Um, they are being discontinued, and apparently I didn't order mine. I guess I, I guess they just didn't have the stock available, even though I was still able to order one. So they refunded my money, and I ain't getting a Steam controller. So, oh, I'm happy I got my money back, but kind of disappointed I won't get that controller. But oh well, heard it's not that great. But you know, it'd be cool to own that piece of tech from a long lost age. No, I'm doing fine. We're gonna go to the best Bizzle and return a couple items. A couple things just didn't work out. Um, it's been a relaxing day so far. Got the show notes done. Just sit back, relax, and got to look at a lot of Halo stuff today. Nice. Now we get to talk about it. All right. What do we got on this episode? On this episode, we have a little CDL news. The AGLA Winter League has been announced. Announcements are teased. The HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HPTCASB for short. Matchup number four, results. That's Snakebite versus APG. We're going to talk about that. And the HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HPTCASB for short. Matchup number five, discussion. That's Renegade versus Hook. We're going to talk about that later on in the show as well. And then uh, to round things out, we have a little Halo news and then some video games to talk about. But uh, without further ado, let's get into some COD and other games. Oh, watch. We actually have something here, believe it or not. So first and foremost, the Florida Mutineers. They have an announcement coming soon. So for those who don't know or haven't, I guess, realized yet, we normally record the show on Sunday evenings, right? Uh, Episodes release every Tuesday. So the announcement's coming soon as in Monday, as in tomorrow. So, uh, we're not going to be talking about the full announcement on the show until next week, but there is an announcement coming. Um, on their Twitter, it states, it's about starting over. And then, 12-2-2019. So, stay tuned for that tomorrow. Keep your eyes on the tweets. And if you're a Florida Mutineers fan, might be something there for you. And then finally, last piece of Cotton Other Games Watch, we have the Dallas Empire releases Charles Mutex Salma. So this is a statement from the Dallas Empire on November 25th, 2019, and I quote, We've officially released reserve player and analyst Charles Mutex Sauma from his contract with the Dallas Empire. From the moment our organization signs an individual to compete at the highest level of esports, we expect he or she to exhibit a standard of professionalism in competition, on stream, and in personal conduct. We seek to create an environment where people shouldn't fear, uh, feel lesser of themselves or alienated by the words or actions of any person associated with our team. We recognize Mutex has offered an apology to the community and do believe Mutex has a long and promising future in esports and Call of Duty. So there you go. Um, I'm not going to talk about what he did. You can go look that up yourself. And now, 
it's time for some competitive news. Uh, first and foremost, the Winter League 20 signups are, uh, they open December 2nd with a new prize system and more. This is by Sonic of Play Griffball. And I quote, Reach is back, and that means the AGLA will soon be making a return to Reach Griffball. With December 3rd officially confirmed as the release date for Halo Reach on the Master Chief Collection, Play Griffball is excited to announce that registration for the next season of the AGLA will open on Monday, December 2nd. Signals will remain open until 11.59pm Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, December 15th, with the first week of games kicking off immediately afterwards on Monday, December 16th. The regular season will consist of five weeks of games plus a makeup week, with a one-week break during the week of December 23rd to the 29th due to the holidays. Teams can expect to play one or two nights a week for a total of 15 to 20 games. Throughout the history of Reach, the question of which Griffball game type to play has always been hotly debated, with interests typically split between Vanilla, a more traditional Griffball experience, and Dash, a faster-paced game type that allows the use of Sprint and Evade armor abilities. To help ensure as many players as possible can play the game type they prefer, Winter League 20 will be run using a conference system. When teams register for the season, they can choose whether they would like to prefer to play in the Vanilla Conference, Dash Conference, or both. Vanilla and Dash, respectively, will be the primary game type for each of these conferences, though teams may choose to play the other game type if both captains agree. Each conference will have its own schedule and playoff bracket, with a bonus show match between the two conference champions at the end of the season. Teams that choose to play in both conferences will, uh, will play twice as many games during the season as teams that only choose to play in one. Makes sense, right? Winter League 20 will be a classic setup league, meaning that players are able to freely form their teams rather than utilizing a bidding or draft system to assign players to teams. Teams must have a minimum of four players on their roster and a maximum of five. A team that chooses to play in both conferences is allowed an extra roster spot for a total of six players due to the high number of games those players will play over the course of the season. For players who are having trouble finding a team, there will be a free agent registration form that lets players sign up as individuals. The, administ the administration will help match these players with other free agents that have a similar availability and preferences for the season. A new prize system. Alongside Winter League 20, we are excited to announce Play Griffball's new prize system, called Community Points. Later today, a new Community Points category will be added to the Play Griffball Discord. Players will be awarded community points throughout the season for both in-season performance and general community involvement. These points can then be redeemed at certain thresholds for cash, exclusive Griffball merch, and other prizes. Any unredeemed points will carry over from season to season, and points can still be earned during the off-season from community involvement. Actively posting in the Discord on a regular basis will earn you a small number of points. In fact, if you look at the points leaderboard, you'll notice quite a few people have been earning points already. Points can also be earned by having articles or montages posted on the website, participating or winning play Griffball rushes and events, playing and winning league games, receiving player awards such as MVP and more. Points can be redeemed for cash at the rate of 2,000 points per dollar, with a minimum redemption threshold of $20, 40,000 points. We are also in talks with potential suppliers to start manufacturing exclusive Griffball merchandise, which, along with other prizes, will be added to the uh, hashtag points marketplace channel in the Discord server as other rewards can be attained with community points. For Winter League 20, each member of the championship team for each conference will be awarded 40,000 community points, and each member of the runner-up team of each conference will be awarded 5,000 points. Teams that register for both conferences are eligible for both prizes. In other words, should a team manage to win the championship in both conferences, they will earn a total of 80,000 points each. Each player will also earn 50 points per game they participate in, and a bonus 50 points should their team win that game. 
The league MVP will receive 5,000 points, and the winners of other player awards, such as positional awards, will receive 2,500 points. Keep an eye out for more announcements in the near future that will provide additional detail and other means available to earn points via community involvement. Should you have any questions about the upcoming Winter League 20 season or about the new community point system, please feel free to reach out to myself or one of the other league admins in the Play Griffball Discord. There you go. Looks like we're going to have some Griffball to talk about soon, Will. I'm excited, which means Roster Mania is going to come back in full force. Stay tuned for that. Next news story. SWAT Nation announcements are coming soon. This is by It's Prof. This is on Twitter. And I quote, I'm really so happy with everything that Halo SWAT Nation has become. Thanks so much for being an amazing, inclusive, and supportive community. I'm very proud of everybody that for spreading positivity and good vibes. I hope you all love what we have prepared for next year. We'll make the proper announcements during our SWAT Miss tourney. Go sign up if you haven't done so, so be sure to tune in. Much love and respect for every single one of you that makes SWAT Nation the most positive and friendly Halo community there is. I'm excited for what they have announced. Or what they're going to announce, I guess you could say. So yeah, stay tuned for the SWAT Miss Tourney. That's not taking place this week. That's taking place uh, the following, so stay tuned for all that. Next up, Europa Halo teases the, an upcoming project. This is by Halo, uh, Europa Halo on Twitter, and I quote, Just looking for some help with an upcoming project. Who would be the main community tournament organizers in Halo for different regions of the world? North America, Asia, South America, Australia, New Zealand, and any others I'm missing. Please reply below with your suggestion. So... We replied with a bunch that we knew. Obviously, there were a lot that we forgot. Um, and other community members have replied with a ton as well. If you have any suggestions, please reach out to Europa Halo. And uh, stay tuned for that announcement. Something tells me it's going to be pretty big. Next up. Mixer matchups for Halo Reach announced? This is by Legend of Ma and Hidden Xperia. So, they both went on Twitter and they said on December 4th, Mixer and Ninja are hosting a Mixer matchups Halo Reach tournament. So I went to both the Mixer Twitter account and Ninja's Twitter account. Okay. And I went back a long ways and I saw nothing. Neither of them have said anything to this time right now. None of them. I looked for a Mixer matchups Twitter, nothing. So but, but there's a graphic included on Legend of Moss status, and it looks official. Like, it looks legit. So, and he also included the team that he's going to be a part of for this event. Um, but yeah. So I guess stay tuned till the 4th? I would say also for the... Halo Reach Twitch Rivals, there wasn't a lot of promotion posted until the day of or the day before. That's true. So they could do it on Monday. So it could still be coming down the line. Okay. That's that's what I'm hoping. I hope this isn't all just a fluke thing to get. Right. Why? why? Do you have Otherwise, the show notes up right now I on do. your monitor? Yeah. Do you see that graphic? Yeah, it looks really good. It does. Like, it, looks, it looks official. If you go back and you look at other Mixer matchups graphics, they look like that. So I don't. I don't know. I really weirded out because both of them tweeted it out. And I'm like, how come the people who are fishing, like who are doing it didn't yet? Like what? Okay. Yeah. So I guess stay tuned for that. Um, next up throwback tournament of the ages this is by Ryan fools and Adam Apicella. Ryan on Twitter states, my Christmas wish is that one day Adam and esports engine run that 
throwback event that Sundance once spoke about years ago. Imagine how insane that would be. Just the thought of it literally had our entire community back to scrimming on Gears 1 within a day, LMAO. So Adam replied, We talk about this a lot with Sundance. How dope would it be to have an old school convention where all of the best FPS titles from years gone by, Halo, Gears of War, CSGO, Call of Duty, and bring back talent like Julie uh, Alexandria, Farouk, Gandhi, Penn Holderness, Puckett. So, I think that'd be amazing to see happen. And apparently they talk about it all the time. And it seems like they have the resources now to do so. Who knows? In the words of HTS Pro Talk, we'll have to wait and see. And the final piece of competitive news here, this may not be considered competitive, but bear with me here. It's a little Halo 5 retrospective. This is by Snakebite and Vetoed. So they both went to Twitter. Snakebite states, Playing Halo 5 for the first time in over a year today made me realize two things. One, we missed a huge opportunity with how good the game could have been if the game was updated consistently. And two, I don't miss the uh, shot registration and matchmaking. It genuinely gets worse the higher you rank up. Okay. And then vetoed, completely separate tweets, states, I have a much better relationship with Halo 5 ever since I went on streaming hiatus. I got to experience other games that I never would have while focusing on streaming, but also got to experience Halo 5 again from a clean slate. Streaming versus casual gaming is so different. Once Reach comes out, I'll focus on it, but I think I'll still create some content around Halo 5. There are a lot of things to teach, mechanics, thought process, etc., that I think would help people look at the game from a different perspective and help them improve at all games. And for a long time now, I've been meaning to discuss what worked for Halo 5, what didn't, and how 343 should approach X or Y in the future, as well as just brand new ideas to improve the game. I'm a feedback-oriented person, and I need to get that stuff out there somehow. So, you have one person who competed at the top level, and then you had one person who mainly did content creation, but also competed a little bit, right? Coming from two slightly different perspectives when it came to Halo 5, coming back to it after a decent amount of time, having a little bit more respect towards it, right? Now, Will, you and I have talked on the show ad nauseum about how, oh, why bring back these older games for tournaments? Why not just stick with 5? Why don't we bring back 5, right? Maybe they could now. I'm just kidding. Reach is going to be the thing until infinite, maybe. Who knows? But I like that. I like looking back at it, you know? They took a little bit of a break, come back, look at the game as it is right now, and be like, man... That was pretty good. Could be a lot better. Could be a lot worse. But still pretty good. Alright, that's it for the competitive news. Upcoming Tournaments of the Week. Presented by Noob Combo. So, Will, I reached out to Maddie Rums. I'm like, hey, I realistically grabbed the upcoming Tournaments of the Week from your website. Do you mind if we just shout you out on the show and have you be a part of that segment? And Maddie's like, absolutely. And he also said that there's tournaments that we talk about in the show that he sometimes forgets about. So, you know, it's like a win-win. A little give and take. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. I like it. So, moving forward, we have upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Go check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. I had a little tagline there. You like that? I thought I liked that. On Tuesday, December 3rd, we have the Blam Gaming Halo Reach 2v2 land at Valhalla Esports Lounge. Here's the information on it. Announcing our first LAN. Come to Valhalla Esports Lounge in Austin and kick off Halo Reach on PC 
or catch the Blam Gaming stream, Uncapped Frames, and Beer and Games. $200 prize pool, December 3rd, 2019, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can catch twitch.tv slash blamgaming, or you can go to valhallalounge.com for more information. And then on Saturday, December 7th, we have the Arena Esports Halo Reach Kickoff 2v2 Tournament. Looking to start MCC's Halo Reach with a bang? Grab a friend and get ready to play your best for $500, Saturday, December 7th. About this event, prize pool increases based on team attendance. So, if there's 8 teams or less, it'll be $160. If there's 16 teams, it'll be $250. And if there's 32 teams, it'll be 500 smackaroos. Prize payout based on full attendance includes first, $250, second, $125, third, $62, and fourth, $62. Again, full attendance, 32 teams. There you go. Rules in this tournament will be using MLG's V7 rule set, Xbox only. No PC there. So, it looks like you get a little bit about best of both worlds there. You have a PC tournament happening and a Xbox tournament happening. Kicking off Halo Reach the right way. Hopefully it all works. That's what I'm going to say there. Um, that's it for upcoming tournaments of the week. Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! We got nothing for you in Roster Mania this week. Sorry to say. But um, not a lot of team announcements, considering there's nothing competitive going on. <laughs> Hopefully, in the really major don't. scene, yeah. Um, but like I said, AGLA Winter League 20, we're gonna have rosters to talk about. We're gonna have some names to discuss. It's gonna be a good time. Um, hey, Will. Yeah. What do we got for the tournament and league recaps for the week? All right, let's start off with the SWAT Nation SWAT anniversary. Two v two results. Let's do it. Fifth through eighth was Drip Stains, which was Drip Drip Double and Lucky Tegan. Subuduka was Boo Boo and Sucka. Bungalows was the Gold Star BR and Bari Boys. And then RU Experience was NWK and Eurasian. Third through fourth was Legend Sika, which was uh, Legends and Sika. Batch Night was Batchford and Precision Night. In second place, we had Golden Dawn, which was Serial and Smokey Dig. And first place was Found, which was Bound and Falcated. Congrats to them on winning. I, I, I see Bound at the top a lot. He's been uh, making moves. Yes, he has. Um, that's all we had for the tournament league recaps. Not a lot going on in the Halo realm. Nope. Unfortunately. Not a whole lot. Not yet. I think once Reach releases, depending upon the state that it's in, because I mean, obviously, we've heard that I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with the the shit, the shitting on them. Okay, I'm done with that. Uh, we've heard that the Xbox, Xbox seems like it's in, it's in a much better state, right? So when Reach releases, um, I expect that community tournaments are going to be at a pretty big high. I guess you could say. Um, we have the two to kick it off immediately that we just talked about. That's going to be awesome, and then. I expect plenty more to come through the fold. UGC was putting out a tease as well on like what their next plans are going to be, whether it be another Halo Classic or whatever their plans are. So just stay tuned for it all. There's probably going to be a lot that are going to come through the woodwork over the next couple weeks, at least announcements-wise, I would imagine. I'm hoping that we get what we got for a Halo 3, is that we do have like a, a UGC tournament to kick it off, Yeah, and then another Halo Invitational. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually organized by HCS again for Reach. Right, and they did say that, because we talked about it in the past where, um, what was it? 
the HCS team or just the, the 343 team in general we're talking about, they're thinking about doing PC-related tournaments for Reach. So they, like, they're already thinking about doing at least one event themselves. So hopefully that is another invitational style thing where we have those kind of off the wall, wacky, um, side events going on as well. Make it a big community thing. I think that'd be awesome for sure. Um, Will, time for some topics. Shall we get to it? Yes. First up, we have the HGS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCASB for short matchup number four results. This is Snakebite going up against APG. Will, drum roll, please. Snakebite won. <laughs> By a landslide again. Yeah, oh. 82% to APG's 18%. Um, it's okay. It, it, again, it was expected. But there you go. That's what you got. Hey, Will. What? It's time for the HS Community All-Star uh. Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number five. Mambo number fat. Discussing. D- discussion. Discussing? Discuss- We're discussing. We, we, we discussing the matchup. <laughs> it's Renegade against Hook. We think that this one's going to be a little bit closer. But, uh. We'll just have to wait and see because it all depends on the polls. But Will, who do you want to start off with? Uh, do you want to start off with Renegade? You know what's funny? Every time that we have this this matchup that we're going to discuss, yeah, and I ask you who you want to start off with, it's always the person that I have at the beginning. Oh, like okay. I I have like my notes. It's the first person. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're just on it, man. <laughs> it's like you can read my mind. Um, sure. Let's start with Renegade. Do you want to kick things off? Uh, you go ahead on this one. Okay. I'm all right. So in Halo five, because Renegade, spoiler alert, only these two competitors only competed in Halo five. Yep. Okay. So no Halo two anniversary, no Halo three grassroots, just Halo five events. Got it. Good. Renegade also did not compete in the Halo World Championship 2016 season. Okay? So, just keep that in mind as we move forward through, but it's not really that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. So, for the Halo World Championship 2017 season, how I broke these out are every event that happened before and up to and including the Halo World Championship 2017 finals. Okay? And then 2018 would be every event leading up to and including the Halo World Championship 2018 event. And then there's an HCS 2018 season. I just included every event after the World Championship 2018. Cool? Just want to... So there's no confusion. So for the Halo World Championship 2017 season, ESA Orange County 2016, Renegade was on the Money Matches team. They took 5th, 6th. Okay? Not a bad start to his professional career, I guess you could say. When realistically, he was like an amateur player at the time. Okay. Then we have Emmy Las Vegas 27, uh, 2016. My apologies. Fifth through sixth again. This time on threes up. Different team. HCS Open Circuit North America Fall 2016 Finals. They took first that threes up roster. Then at the HCS Pro League North America Fall 2016 Finals, this was relegation. They took third. Again, threes up. Now, Renegade gets picked up by a pro roster. 
Okay. On straight ripping. UGC St. Louis 2017 took fourth. Halo World Championship 2017, North America Regional Finals, they took fifth and sixth. And then the Halo World Championship 2017, they took fourth again. I also wanted to mention mm-hmm. uh, the UGC St. Louis 2017 with straight ripping where they took fourth. Yeah. He also took first in the FFA that event. He is also known as a good uh, FFA player. That is true. He's also apparently a really good twos player and 1v1 player. And you know what? I think we're about to prove exactly why when we get to the 2018 season. So he gets off uh, straight ripping, joins the Splice roster that basically everybody knows at this point. And uh, as we've talked about previously, they kind of went on a tear. Now, these are major events only, okay? So, UMG Daytona 2017, they took fourth. HCS Pro League Summer 2017 Finals, they took first. HCS Pro League Fall 2017 Finals, they took third. And then MLG Orlando, World Championship 2018 North America Regional Finals, and the Halo World Championship 2018, first, first, and first. Then they picked right back off in the HCS 2018 season. MLG New Orleans 2018, they took first. In London 2018, they took second. And then to round everything out, the final HCS event for Halo 5, they took fourth at DreamHack. There you go. I'm trying to remember why they, what was the reason behind, they took fourth and there was something going on that event where we were like, oh, they didn't practice or something happened. Oh man. It was, it was Shotzi. Didn't he go back down? He went to Mexico. Was that it? Where Shotzi went down to Mexico for a few weeks before the tournament due to a family reason and then came back to play, but. Very well could have been that. They didn't practice during that time or didn't get full practice. They didn't get their twos matches. I was going to say, and we yeah, we constantly talked about their twos. Yeah. So. I was very mean to them about their twos. <laughs> I remember that. Um, yeah. Uh, stats for Renegade, 1.09 for KD. And then KDA was 1.67. So still good. Great player. Clearly. And, and, and honestly, I think this is another instance of where he just needed to be on that roster. Like once he was on, once he was on that splice roster, he was able to really prove his dominance, right? When he was on that straight ripping roster, that's when he, I believe that's when he got that, the renegade um, nickname because he was, when he was on that straight ripping roster, when he got in that pro team, he, he was lights out, man. He was so good. And you know how we, we talked about Frosty being that young talent on that veteran squad? That's kind of what Renegade was, was as well. He was stupidly good. And then when he finally got on that Splice roster with another young gun, and he, that team was just unbelievable. And a lot of it had to do because of Renegade. So, that's that. Anything you want to add to him, or do you want to move on to Hook? Oh, let's keep rolling. Um, what do you got for Hook? So Hook really busted onto the scene in summer of 2017, or 16, sorry. Yes. Um, he was on Enigma 6 for a while, kind of making his way through Pro League. 
Um, and then ESA Orange County 2016 is where he finally got picked up by that Envy squad. They ended up taking second there. Um, moving forward, though, it looks like um, at UGC St. Louis, uh, Mickwin wasn't able to make it, so they picked up Lethal for this event. Yeah. And they took first place as Team Truce. Yes. Um, I'm guessing that was playing into the snipe down Lethal. It could have. Anyway, I have fuck final. Um, moving forward, um, Pro League Fall 16 regular season finals. Um, the fall finals here that MV squad took first. Emmy Las Vegas 2016, they took first. Pro League. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The fall regular season finals, they took first. And then the fall, final finals. I thought it was so weird the way they did this, but yeah. um, took first as well. Moving on to UGC St. Louis, um, beginning January of 2017, they took third. At the Halo World Championships 2017, they took second. UMG Daytona 2017 first. Um, Pro League North America Fall regular season finals first. And then the Pro League final finals they took fourth. Um, with Hook, he doesn't have a long history in Halo. No. But the, the fact he came in yep. exploded onto the scene. Yes. His skill was undeniably great, and he probably would still be great if he was playing today. Um, just a great all-around talent, really. Um, we I, I miss him being in Halo because he's he, he's a great player. There was – so I have a blurb here I just want to say real quick, and then I have a specific play – well, uh, yeah, a specific moment that I want to go back to. Okay. So after the 2017 Pro League Finals – Hook retired from professional Halo to move on to competing on Team Envy for Call of Duty at the time. Hook is now a player for the Dallas Empire, owned by Hastro, who owns Envious. It's a CDL 2020 team along Shotzi, who we've talked about, Clayster, Crim6, and Illy. So, he said that he wanted to go compete in COD. He made that transition. He's been doing very well. And now he's on, arguably, the top talent roster going into the CDL 2020 season. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But the moment I want to go back to, um, the, the pro league fall finals that you mentioned, they got first in on that envy roster. Okay. I was there and this was, it went the distance it went to a game 14. So they got dropped down to losers. They came back. And who do you think was in the grand final with them? Oh, it was, um, it was optic at the time. Optic. Yeah. At the yes. Time. I was trying to, I was like, CLG, no, you're fine. Uh, right. Who is it? Who the fuck is it? No. So it was optic and I couldn't believe it. I was on the edge of my seat basically the entire fucking time because, you know, I've had my dreams crushed before when it came to this roster. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You expect high hopes from them and just things fall through. But this, this time was different. This felt different. And game down, it came down to game 14. I believe it was a slayer on regret. Um, yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure it was slayer on regret. I think, but I'll just say that it was basically hook that made it. So they won that event. 
he, you're right. He hadn't been there for so long, but the imprint he was able to put on the scene before he left for Call of Duty was massive. And like I said, they wouldn't have won that event without him. Hands down. He was, um, looking back at those games, Mm -hmm. the way he could sit back and snipe and the control he had over the map was, was, was just, it was, it was insane. Um, you're right. He made a big imprint and that's, I think that sticks with a lot of people. Um, you know, when you talk about the matchup against him versus Renegade here, um, obviously he has a little bit shorter of a span, but both were just Halo five guys. Um, I think this will be a closer matchup in the, in the polls just because both these guys made a big impact on their teams, right? Hook on envy. I think he made that team gel the way he played, made Pistola and Snipe Downs play that much better. Um, then you go to Renegade, join in that Splice roster. It was just a, a god roster at the time. Shotzi doing the things that he did. Renegade backing him up with Eco and Stellar as well. So um, I think this is a really good matchup, and we'll have to see where the votes come out. I agree. I was trying to find the exact... The exact time that was, but I'm not able to find it. So it is what it is. My facts are probably wrong on that. But whatever. Shall I move on? I was like, I was gonna, I was thinking, like, I don't know if there's ever been, I don't remember Slayer Regret being a game seven. Maybe Truth or the Rig. No, that's because they had Fuel Rod on the map at the time. Oh, yeah. Like. It might have been, yeah. Is that where where Plasma Caster is now? I think so. Like, I'm pretty sure. Man, what the fuck was that? Hold on. I don't remember. I, like, really want to (laughs) know. How long is it going to take you to find this, Josh? Probably a while. We're going to move on. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, Jesus. That's, that's all we really have for the discussion, unless you have anything else to add. No, uh, other than I'm probably wrong about Hook, but, you know, oh, whatever. Uh, we never did say uh, Hook's KD was 1.22 throughout Halo 5 and 1.99 KDA. Very nice. So, yes. Again, he wasn't in there as long as Renegade was, but there you go. Take it for what you will. Both were phenomenal players, realistically speaking. Um. And you know what? While Hook moved on to Call of Duty, more than likely won't come back because now he's on a franchise team, right? Renegade did say he's very excited for Reach events. So, maybe we'll see him come back in the grassroots scene. We'll talk about it a little bit more. All right. Will, it's time for some regular news. First up, Elon Musk in Halo. This is by Elon Musk, among others, on Twitter. Elon states... Nobody expects the Cybertruck. PewDiePie states, Does it allow attachments? Either way, I want one, and included a Halo Warthog picture in the style of a Cybertruck. Elon states, Gonna have some sick attachments. Halo replies with, Elon, Felix, and Master Chief. What a squad. Elon ends the replies with, Cybertruck is inspired by games like Halo. Warthog IRL. Now, whether or not it actually is inspired by it, I mean, 
Who knows? But, like, he said it, so it must be real, right? I read it on the internet. It has to be true now. Dude. Okay, listeners, have you seen that Cybertruck? What the fuck? Oh, man. And you know what? Okay. It is a very it is a very controversial look of this thing. But I watched MKBHV, MKBHD's video on Marquez Brownlee. I watched his video on it and his impressions. And he says something in his video that made perfect sense. Analysts and all that at Tesla were like, they're coming into a market that is saturated. Okay. A market that is not only saturated with other pickup trucks, but people that are saturated with brand loyalty, right? They don't want to deviate from their Ford F-150s. They don't want to deviate from the Chevy Silverados, right? They want to stick with what they have. They love their trucks. They love their brand. They stick with it, right? So if Tesla was to come out with a truck that looked like every other truck, nobody would buy it. So they decided that they're going to do something so off the wall, something so crazy that you have to pay attention to it. And that is exactly what that truck looks like. It looks like something that when you see that down the road, you're like, what the fuck was that thing? Because I can tell you, when I, I'm not kidding when I say this. So they, Tesla had the reveal event of this truck, right? So all the people's, all these tech reviewers and analysts and whatnot, all their videos on YouTube came out and they all have the truck and the thumbnail. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, oh, oh, you guys, that's not the way it really looks. You're just trying to do that so you get clicks. I get it. Woohoo. I'm going to click on it. I'm going to take a look. And then, no, that, that's exactly what that thing looks like. One thing I realized, too, looking at the Cybertruck. Yeah. There's no side view mirrors on the thing. Maybe they pop out. Oh, they. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, this is, Okay. For all intents and purposes, this is a prototype. This right. is not going into. Full, this is not the full production model at this point in time. Um, you can reserve one for a hundred dollars, but obviously you have to pay for the full fucking thing when it actually comes out. But you can you can reserve your wait. You can reserve your place in line to order one for a hundred dollars. That is what you can do. Did yeah. I do this? No, but I'm not. I don't want one. I kind of want one. <laughs> I do. Oh my God. I do not want one. I mean, if you can paint it something other than that silver, like green, like a warthog. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Go. Yeah. Um, I'm going to actually look up if there's any, any what? Oh yeah. People have gone and like, there's a warthog, like they've made it. No, if they you, edited the photo. If you looked at PewDiePie's tweet, it's there. Yeah. He has a picture of it. Like my God, hey, it's possible we can mount we can mount a turret on the back of that thing and make it happen. America, <laughs> fuck yeah, saving the world every motherfucking day. Yeah. All right. If you have not watched Team America: World Police, I don't recommend it. Okay. Next news story, the MCC playlist update for uh, November 27, 2019. This is by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com. And I quote, Welcome back for another MCC playlist update. This week, as we celebrate the national holiday Thanksgiving in America, we wanted everyone to be a part of the holiday. Various Turkey Day variants will be joining Halo 3 and taking over Action Sacks Halo 3 social FFA game types. 
This theme set of game types are available for anyone who wishes to participate in giving thanks this time of year. Details are below. What are you chuckling about? The first one. Black Friday. A melee only. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. People hit each other. Yep. Uh, Turkey Fiesta. A Fiesta variant where players get slower if they get too many kills in a row. <laughs> Eating too much turkey. Yep. Uh, turkey Carvers. A swords variant. Ooh, Justin be all over that. Wishbone Brawl. An oddball variant where players get points for beatdowns with the ball. And tryptophan, an infection variant. I like this. This is clever. This is clever shit. Gobble your way on in this week to get in on the action with the preset option Turkey Time over in the Match Composer. We want to give our thanks to you for playing, and we look forward to seeing you online. Next up, the Halo sticker capsule in CSGO has been announced. This is by CSGO. Today, we're excited to ship the Halo sticker capsule in CSGO. As an added bonus, users who purchase and play the Master Chief Collection on Steam will receive an exclusive Halo music kit in CSGO. Counter-Strike Global Offensive for people who don't know what CSGO means. There you go. And uh, I had no idea that sticker packs existed. So, I want to buy them, but I don't want to buy them. You don't play Counter-Strike, so... Nope, but it's Halo-related. Like I said, I want to, but I don't want to, Will... This is a problem that I struggle with all the damn time, okay? It's a constant struggle. I want it, but I don't. I don't need it. I do not need it, Will. And you know what the worst part is? It's not a pack you just buy them all at once, okay? It's a capsule, so it's a random chance, like a loot box. So you keep buying them. Now, I wonder if if you buy one and you get the one, then that's taken away from the pool so you can't get duplicates. If that's the case, cool. But again, if that's the case, why not just sell them all to pack in a discount? Right? Fuck me. Who knows? All right. Halo Reach brings 100 achievements to the Master Chief Collection in two lists. This is by Sam Quirky of True Achievements. We have just picked up the Halo Reach campaign achievement list and a separate Halo Reach multiplayer achievement list for Halo the Master Chief Collection, revealing 100 achievements for 1,000 gamer score. You can check out all of the achievements at the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. And uh, don't be surprised because guess what? There's some that are missing from the original release of Reach. So don't be surprised and don't be mad. Okay, It is what it is. And the final news story, this isn't a news story. I just wanted to put this in here. Just a reminder. So Halo Reach, I'm calling this Josh's Reflection Corner. Okay. <laughs> so I we have Josh rants on the show. A lot of them. They happen sporadically. This is Josh's Reflection Corner. Okay. So, Halo Reach releases on PC and MCC for Xbox on Tuesday, December 3rd. I just want to say, remember to use constructive criticism within the proper outlets. Do not attack devs or anyone for that matter. And hopefully just enjoy the game. This can be a big turning point for the Halo franchise. And as a community, let's make it a great one. That's what I'm going to say. I was going to say, that, like, leave the rants to me. Like, let me be mad for you, but I don't want to be mad. Like, that's why I want it to work. I want it to be good. I want people to be happy. Bloom, no bloom. You know, play it your way. If it works. You know, if it doesn't, let's say it doesn't work. Let's say all hell breaks loose. The game is just broken. You know, 
Leave constructive criticism in the proper outlets. Don't be a douche. That's that's what I'll say. Cool? And that's been Josh's Reflection Corner. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the regular news. Now it's time for Wheels and Answers with Yeah. What'd you play, Will? So I didn't play any Halo, but I did play a lot of Modern Warfare. You did. Double XP weekend. Double XP. Um, I think I'm rank 111 or somewhere in there. Good Lord. What's max rank? 155. So Will's trucking on up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I achieved the gold M4 skin Ooh. this weekend, which is there. you have to... Um, complete every other weapon skin unlock. So that includes getting long shot, like a hundred long shot kills, hip fire kills, mounted kills. Good Lord. Yeah. It took me some time, but uh, I, I got through it. It gets annoying when you're going for mounted kills and you just like post up in one spot. And I'm like, I feel so bad. I'm camping. I'm doing all the things that I hate about call of duty <laughs> to achieve this, but I got it. I did it. I made it through. It's it's funny that they have a they have that type of challenge to promote that type of gameplay, you know? Yeah, but whatever. I mean, you do what you get. You do oh what yeah, you do. no, it's fine. Um, and then I played some seal sea of thieves, seal thieves, seal thieves. <laughs> um, me and Dom sailed around. We uh, went after these challenges. They came out with a new update where. Fire! Uh, yeah, the fire. So there's fire bombs. You can burn people's ships. Yeah. And, um, they have a new, well, a vendor that's watching over the tavern for the Duke, for Duke, who is the normal vendor at the tavern. But um, he gives away these quests where you have to find these ashen chests. Okay. And then you also have to find ashen keys to unlock those chests. And then there's a random, they call them tombs, but there's just like a little book. Okay. Um. And there's five of them, and you have to you have to find all well. Then blah, 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 blah. let me rewind. There's four of them, but there's five cosmetics, right? So okay. you have to find all four of them to unlock the five cosmetics. And each chest has a random book in it. So you spend a lot of time. We found multiples of the same. Yep. Um, it took us two days of playing to finally complete it, but okay. we, we did uh, Friday night and then Saturday, Saturday night as well. No, Thursday night and Saturday. Yeah, Thursday night and Friday night we played. Okay. Yeah, I was up till like. <laughs> Days are hard. I, I, yeah. with Well, we had the holiday this last we week. We did. It was a four-day weekend. Um. So, yeah, played Thursday night. Like, I didn't go to bed till like 1 or 2, one or 2 a.m. Jesus we were, we, were, we were just trucking along and, you know, there, we, we ran into this group of people when we were out, out there and. We were on a sloop, so a two-person ship. There were three people on a, on a brig, so a th- th- three-person ship. And they were just, like, following us around and harassing us. And th- that's all they were doing was sh- they shooting at us and trying to, you know, mess Assholes. around with us. And, yeah, they kept – they were, like – they were doing this thing. So if you – if like, if you board their ship or they would board it, it's like, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Like, they are doing that whole thing. <laughs> And I was just like, I just kept shaking my head no. no. I didn't have my voice chat, so I was like shaking my head no. I was. You set, don't believe in Jesus set, Christ. I was just messing with them. So I set, <laughs> I set their ship on fire a couple times. 
So finally, we get we get away from them, right? And then we see they're parked at an outpost. And I'm like, Ooh. I'm gonna get these guys. It's it's payback time. Because they that like we were in an alliance with another sloop, right? Two small ships trying to stick together, trying to just get through. We were both doing the same challenge. Sure. So we were kind of communicating if we found the two other tombs that the other team didn't have, we were trying to just get this done together. And they were messing with both of us. So finally I get on their ship. They were parked at an outpost and I forgot I didn't bring my sword. I was double gunning. I had a sniper and a pistol, which they nerfed after summit streaming. Uh But anyway, Uh I set their ship on fire. Nice. And I just started slaying out like out of my mind, sniper switch pistol, right? Yeah. Killing them really fast. And the kid who was being the most annoying while they were doing this after like three or four rounds of me just killing them, got on the boat was like, okay, dude, you're being really annoying. I'm like, you just spent hours chasing us around the seas yelling, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you like, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So I was like, I just let them burn and I, I went on my merry way. Hey, Will. Yeah. You mad, bro? I'm mad. I <laughs> know. I'm just saying that this, I was not mad. I was just you, like. You sounded mad right there. I'm hoping that kid learned his lesson. If he's going to be annoying, someone is going to come. Oh, yeah. Put it in his place. Him, yeah. Just, that's all I was trying to do was like, hey, if you want to come mess with us, I'm going to come mess with you. Yeah. Don't, don't expect it to be one way and just go about your day. Talk shit. Get hit. There you go. Exactly what happened. Yep. So that was my Sea of Thieves experience. We, we completed the, the, the books. I got, I spent all my money on the fire collection. Nice. Um, fire. They have a new Kraken. Um, like new ship hull, new wheel, okay. uh, new figurehead, and they're all like two hundred grand per item. I bought the figurehead, but that was it, and it looked a lot cooler in the picture than it does on the ship. So I'm a little disappointed. I would never switch from the Halo shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We rolled around with the new Kraken. So Dom bought the Kraken like paint job for the ship, and then we rolled around with that, and then the Gears of Gears of War sails. Oh, nice. So yeah, very nice. All black and red. That game's shit, but besides point, <sighs> not Sea of Thieves. I know you're talking Gears. Gears yeah. Five. Yeah, Gears Five. Can't wait for my game of the year list. That's gonna be real fun. You know, I'm gonna rip the fuck into that game. <laughs> All right, uh, Josh. Yeah. What did you play, man? I played some video games. Uh, so I finished Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, and. Uh, I said I was going to go for 100%. The only place I did not 100% was Zephos. 100% everything else. So, today, there's a... Okay, so... I watch reviews, I read reviews on games all the time, right? Follow this shit all all day, every day. There's a YouTube channel, it's called Girlfriend Reviews. Will, have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Okay, so Girlfriend Reviews, it's it's actually really funny and really well done. Like, I was very surprised. It's very well done. Um, A boyfriend and girlfriend. The boyfriend is the one that primarily plays games. The girlfriend reviews them. Okay? So the girlfriend watches the boyfriend play through the video game. She reviews it from her perspective of him playing the game. Okay? And then he obviously includes his views as well. And they make an, an incredible video. There's a lot of pop culture references throughout. They're, ve- they're very well done. So, I wanted to include a quote from this video that basically summed up my overall thoughts of this game. Now, if you remember, I was pretty high on it. I thought it was pretty damn good. 
Okay. After trying to go 100% everything and now finally finishing it, this quote, like, basically perfectly sums up my experience with the entire game. So, this from Girlfriend Reviews, the video that released today, as a matter of fact, which is even funnier. And I quote, All they did was make baby's first Dark Souls, fill it with collectibles they spent five minutes drawing in a coloring book, then lazily copy the Spark Kids homework to do the bare minimum needed for a passing grade. So, for those who have not played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I'm going to say this. They take a hodgepodge of different game mechanics from multiple different games out there. And ever since they talked about it in that video, others have made references too, but they list them all out. And I didn't think about it, but remember how I talked about how I like how it kind of reminded me of God of War, the new one? What I didn't realize was when you're crawling through the crevices and whatnot, those are loading screens. They're just not loading screens. It's the same thing. God of War did the same thing. And I didn't even think about that. I'm like, oh my God, they did the same thing there, didn't they? Same thing. Then the collectibles are, they're bad. Like the paint jobs aren't good on nearly anything. So, and here's the thing. I didn't find the full setup that I enjoyed until I was at the end. Because I'm rocking all, um, I'm basically rocking all black. And then with a red lightsaber, but with the blue actual beams coming from the lightsaber. What color are you rocking for your for your crystal? The purple. You're rocking the purple? Yeah. I thought I was going to, but I said no. Yep. I have a Haitian smelt lightsaber, so it's gold. Okay. With the purple. So you blades. did do Viking stuff. I mean, not not on I mean, I like the aesthetic yeah, itself, it looks good. not just yeah. it wasn't for Vikings or anything. I just liked the way I st- it looked. I stuck with the matte color for the lightsaber for the longest time. I thought the matte black looked really cool. But um No, I thought the I thought the collectibles were not great. Like at all. The ponchos were stupid. I I realistic I got again, I got to the end of the game and I didn't have a poncho on the whole time because they all didn't look good to me personally, just to me personally. A lot of the BD1 skins didn't look that great to me and a lot of the ship ones didn't look that great to me either. But either way, um, no, we talked about before. I wish that, I wish that the meditation points are fast travel points because if they were, I, in all honesty, I probably would have had a better time overall. Is again, I went for almost everything in the game. I would have had probably a better time and thought more highly of it if those meditation points are fast travel points. But the fact that they weren't means the amount of backtracking that you have to do is unbelievable in that game. It's just dumb. And then in their video, it talks about all the glitches and whatnot that they had. And I experienced some of them, not all of them. But, um, yeah. Overall, I thought the game was okay. I thought it was a better Star Wars game than what we've had over the last, like, five years or so. But, yeah, hopefully, with this out there, it got great review scores. Hopefully, it sells a lot of copies. Because maybe if they make a sequel, it's just that much better. They learn from these mistakes. I'd love to see a sequel. I think they have a lot to go from here. And Will, no spoilers, obviously, but we talked about the ending, you and I, and we liked the event that happened towards the end of the game. I thought that was really cool. And again, hopefully they expand on some things. Hopefully they make a sequel, they expand on things, they fix some things. Yeah. The game wasn't bad. I don't think that quote is fair, though. Like a fair review. 
Well, no, I mean, watch the video. That that was just that was a quote from it. I know what you mean, but like doing the bare minimum for a passing grade, they, I think they did more than they needed to for a Star Wars game. But that I think in the reference to that was taking from the like copying the smart kids' homework. What so other game like taking mechanics from other games? Sure, and but what game the, doesn't they, do that nowadays? What do you mean? Like everyone's borrowing different ideas from other games. If you definitely, especially if you look in the battle royale realm, sure, they're just borrowing things from other games. That's what Apex. You know, I, it, it's all Apex separates themselves with the gunplay, though. Sure. So you can and say they that, have the characters with the classes. So you have Fallen Order, which you have a different battle system. The yep. the the, I, I mean. I just don't like that review, but it is what it is. Well, you didn't watch the video. I just give you a quote. Watch the video and let me know what you think. And then I got an Oculus Rift S, so I played some VR stuff. I played Beat Saber and then Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. And uh, Skyrim made me queasy. Not going to lie. Beat Saber was fun, though. That's all I played. Will, it's time for some shout-outs. Nice. Shout out to Naded on hitting 5,000 subs on Twitch. There's a tweet from Naded, and I quote, Just finished the most insane stream of my life. Started the stream tired. Thought it was going to be short. It ended up going 27 hours and hitting 5,000 subs all while playing Halo. Can't thank everyone enough. Hitting 5K subs was once a faraway dream. Now it is a reality. Heart. Congratulations. That's fantastic. That's it for the shout outs. It's time for some community creations. Just a few for you this time. Meme Saturday. Still wish it was Monday. It's not, but whatever. What are you going to do? Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo. Check it out. And then one of the things I was most excited about. Uh, I think Paul, she was the one that sent this to me. Bed Bath and Beyonce. They have a logo now. It looks fantastic. It's by generic. You should check out the tweet. It looks great. Then we have DreamHack Atlanta Photos by Muggsy and Alex Maxwell. Check it out at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show onto the show. And finally, we have Clips of the Week, number 30 by High Tech Redneck. Check that out at the YouTube link as well. That's it for the community creations. Will, reach the end of the show. You got to get ready for your hockey game. But before you do that, you got to do one thing for me, and that's plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Join our Discord, join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your favorite site. Josh, what do we have on the next episode, sir? On the next episode, we have the HCS Community All-Star Bracket, or HBTCSB for short matchup number five results. As I re- That's Renegade going up against Huke. We just talked about it. You can go back, listen to that again, and again, and again, and again. And keep replying back as to how it was wrong about that Slayer on Regret that might not have been Slayer on Regret. There you go. And then we also have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HBTCSB for short Matchup number six discussion. It's Pistola going up against Eco. Is that correct, Will? Yeah. Okay. See, I go, I, I go, I go back to our Gmail and I open up the bracket and I'm like, you go boom, 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 boom. There. 
Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is because that's what the trend we're going. Yeah. The, yeah. There it is. All right. <laughs> there. All right. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that next week. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 103 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. Guess what, Will? What? I did not spill my hydro flask this time. Oh, nice. I, yep. I, I have it all sealed up. No spillage happening today. And guess what else? I ordered Yeti bottles. You did? I did. Okay. Yes. Dick's had them on sale for 25% off. Everything in their store was 25% off. So I got a couple of bottles in there. I'm excited. Dishwasher safe. Because I'm nice. a lazy ass. I got Spider-Man for 20 bucks. The like complete edition. Spider-Man? Uh, for Black Friday. Yeah. So, the, the game for the PlayStation 4? Yeah. Let me know what you think. I'm excited. I'm, uh, yeah. I, you know, a lot of people talked a lot of great things about that game. Yep. So, going to try it out. Yes. Figured for 20 bucks, worth a shot. Fuck yeah. I got all the collectibles. I'm just doing story stuff did. now. Well, it, the thing is, is like, once the game opens up, it opens up very early for the whole city. And you can just get everything right away. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do that. And then I'll play through the story. Because I can play through it all in one go. Yeah. It's great. Question for you in that game. Yes. Does doing the collectible stuff matter? Like, do you get experience points for getting those collectibles? Yeah. And so you can, is there like a level progression system or yep. is that? Okay. Yeah. You get skills and whatnot. Skill points, I believe. Yeah, oh, Will. Will's going to go get them skills. The skills to pay the bills. Yeah, I went through... When I went through Star Wars again after beating the story, so I was going through and getting getting collectibles, I found another stim pack, and I'm like... Yeah. That would have been so helpful to have during the last couple fights. Um. So how many did you end up getting total? I have seven right now. Okay, I had ten at the end. Yeah, so I, I did the last fight with six. So, for those who don't, this isn't a spoiler. Uh, on the map, you'll see an amount of secrets that you can find. Yeah. Stim packs are secrets as well. So, those are in there. Um, yeah. Also, oh my god. I know I'm rambling at this point, but back to the Star Wars discussion real quick. Did Guess what I learned. What's that? So, you know how we found the dual blade like upgrade pretty early on, mm-hmm. right? Guess what? Apparently, while they're not technically sti- they're not technically tied to story beats. You will find all the upgrades eventually, no matter what. Like it'll the game will give them to you eventually. So when you fight, um, when you fight somebody, that somebody has a dual bladed lightsaber. Remember? Oh yes. I believe you will have it at that time if you didn't already. And then there are other upgrades as well that the game gives you along the way. We just happened to find them earlier. So they help us out earlier. That was cool. That's a little tick in the cool marker right there. <laughs> no, I thought that was really cool to figure out. I had no idea. Yeah. That's good game design. That's clever. Well, um, so then when you found yours on Dathomir, right? Yes, right away when I went there. Mine I found on Bogano. Oh. So... When I reached the place in Dathomir that's supposed to have the upgrade, yeah. it just gave me a cosmetic instead. Okay. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, because you... So, again, this isn't spoiling anything. You unlock Dathomir pretty damn quickly in the game. Like, basically right away. And 
to me, it sounded like the game wanted me to go there. Yeah. Right? So I went there. And you realize that, oh, no, you're locked off from basically everything that's happening here. But I found a little alcove that I went down, and on the table was the dual blade lightsaber upgrade. I'm like, oh, that's really fucking cool. Um, but, yeah, you don't come back to Dathomir until way later. So, yeah, I thought that, that was really good game design. I thought that was really cool and clever. Like I said, I can't, I really hope they make another one. Um, so many places you can go with that story too. Yeah. Yep. Anything else you want to add before we close things out for real this time? No, that's all I got. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's actually going to do it for episode 103 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening, not only to the Halo stuff, but for us rambling. It was great. Um, stay tuned next week where we have some more Halo stuff to talk about and... We are going to talk about how that reach launch went. So stay tuned for all that. I'm really hoping it's all good. But until then, bye-bye!